you know, you got to be creative. You can't be bashful. Uh, you, you can't say to yourself, no, they may not want it. You, you have to say, yeah, they are going to want it. And if somebody says no, that's, that's not good enough. And if they say no three times, it's still not good enough. Uh, you know, you pretty much have to get thrown out of somebody's office. That's the level of try that you have to do. From Vermont Center for Emerging Technologies, it's Start Here, a podcast sharing the stories of active, aspiring, and accidental entrepreneurs. On today's episode, we sit down with Rick Cabot, co-owner, president, and CEO of second-generation, family-owned Darn Tough Socks, handmade in Northfield, Vermont, and guaranteed for life. Welcome. This is Sam Roach-Gerber and Dave Bradbury, recording from the Consolidated Communications Technology Hub in downtown Burlington, Vermont. Rick, welcome. Thanks Thank for making you. the time Thank here. You. I hope Appreciate the stitchers are still stitching. Uh, We're going. Yeah, we go. We go uh, 24 hours a day. Five you are days 24 a week. hours a yep. day. All right. Well, I'm going to jump right in. Tell All us, right. tell us right now, but before God and country, what makes Darn Tough the best damn socks on the planet? Uh, thankfully, it's not one thing. And a lot of people, uh, since the inception back in 2003, 2004, you know, they're kind of looking for that that quick one thing. But uh, if it's one thing, as I used to say back then, as I and I say now, uh, anybody could do it. So the things for us. Uh, we're in the sock capital of the world. We've been making socks in Northfield since uh, 78, so we're going on 40 years. The sock capital of the world? Yes. Okay. Northfield, Vermont it. is the sock capital of the world. I, I and thought my it was... feeling is it's not, it's not based on quantity. It's no. based on quality. So we love. certainly oh, produce love the it. best Hell socks. Hell yeah. Uh, so we have, we have a lot of experience. We've got 40 years of sock making experience. Uh, we've got a lot of second and third generation uh, folks on the floor that, make, that help make the socks. Uh, we use the finest uh, raw materials, whether it's uh, the merino wool that we use or the nylon that we use or the lycra that we use. Uh, we use the latest knitting technology, so our machines are state-of-the-art. Uh, we're constantly bringing in new equipment. Um, then it's how we do it. It's how we put the socks together. So we take the, the, the sock know-how. We take the raw materials. We take the, the knitting technology, the knitting machines, and it's how we combine them uh, into a knitted product, into a sock, uh, that, that, that makes them great. And we're always iterating. We're always coming up with something new. And uh, one of our main uh, drivers at the mill is we have yet to produce our best sock. Love so we're constantly after ourselves to make the next best thing. Getting better and better. Yep. I don't have 40 years' experience at anything at all. <laughs> no, no, you don't yet. Uh, I do, unfortunately. All right, this is a very tactical question. Yep. Uh, your socks have an L and an R. Is, is that just so when I lose one, I feel like I need to buy a new pair, or is there really a difference between left and right? Well, we don't make left and right socks. You don't? No. So if do you I see have it, knockoffs? My God. If you see I an L not. in there, it's, it's, it means large, oh. and they both should be L's. Oh, I and then right the medium would be two M's. This is why we do this podcast. Yeah, Everybody well, it's, learns, it's, it's, even the simpletons amongst us, apparently. We're all learning here. The, the thing about left and right socks uh, is that if you wear a sock on the same foot all the time, it's going to wear out faster. That makes sense to it me. It makes, makes Ooh, total sense. I can get behind that. Okay. So the odds are when you put a sock on, uh, you know, it's a 50-50 chance you're going to put it on the other foot. And over time, uh, that sort of keeps the sock from wearing in the same place. Too much pressure. It's like rotating your tires, right? <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah, in a, in a foot in a, kind of way. In a, in a two-by way. Two-by way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. 
All right, Rick, let's yep. talk about sort of early days. Tell us about Cabot Hosiery Mills. How did Darn Tough sort of come into the mix, and, and where do you come in? Um, History my, lesson. Yeah, okay, my, so my father started Cabot Hosiery in 1978 uh, with a partner. Um, I got involved in 1989, a couple of years after college. Um, Great I, year. Uh, I graduated in 87. Yep. I was born in 89. Oh, so was yeah. Like, yeah. Great year. Great, great year. Yep. Yeah. I graduated in 87. Uh, I moved uh, to Vermont in 89. Um, bought his partner out a couple of years later. And then our business, until darn tough uh, in, in our industry, is what's known as private label. So we would make socks for other companies. We made socks for The Gap and Banana Republic and Old Navy and Talbots and all the great brands of the, of the mid-90s and early 2000s. But then all that stuff started going offshore. So you, know, you, ta- you talk about NAFTA and you talk about uh, offshoring all this product, you enter China and the, the, the extremely cheap labor. Um, that pretty much put us out of business. So we never, we didn't go out of business, but we were uh, insolvent in 2003. We weren't making our loan payments. Uh, we were down to 35 people um, three days a week. Uh, and it was at that point where... My back was up against the wall, and I said, you know, if we're going to do something, if we're going to turn this around, we have to make our own product. Um, and and this I, was late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, this is, this is 2003, 2004. Okay. Um, and the timing was good. The, the market leader at the time um, really wasn't making a quality high-end product. You know, they were making nice socks, uh, but they, they were wearing out. They weren't known for their durability, and they weren't actually making their own product. They were buying from but other outsourcing mills. It, yeah. yeah, they were outsourcing. So my back was up against the wall, um, and I had the idea for Darn Tough, and I said, if we can't produce our own product uh, and make it better than anybody else with all the experience in the same town and with the great raw materials and with the... the knitting machines that, yeah, that, that, that we have. Yeah. yeah, if we can't do it, nobody should be, be able to do it. And that's, that's kind of how it started. It was, it was necessity to, to save the company, um, but the timing was right, too. There was, a, there was really no premium sock at the time, um, and we've grown and grown and grown ever. What, ever, was, there, ever what was the inflection point? Because, you know, we work with this past year. It was 234, 237 startups came in. And scale ups, and you know, often they they sort of punted along for a couple years. Mm-hmm. It's sort of messy sausage making days, and then an inflection point happens. Was there one or two inflection points either that really helped get base sales going, or a key national retailer came in? Do you recall? Uh, there were a lot of it was the it was the like I said the early two thousands. There were a lot uh, there was a lot of deployment going on with the military, and the, the military would come to these outdoor retail shows, which is where we were showing, and they wanted uh, you know the best sock for their troops. So we got some early uh, very influential uh, military contracts uh, that allowed us to to scale up somewhat quickly. Uh, we were in- able, able to invest in equipment and people. Um, so that sort of gave us a nice base to work with. Then we started uh, really showing to, to the REIs of the world, to the Onion River Sports of the world, uh, to, to Lenny's Outdoor Gear Exchange, you know, a lot of good local and, companies and, how did and a lot they, of good How did they companies. know they needed this, this premium sock category? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Well, it, it, 
you sold. It must have been a good sales. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it's. It's all. You know, it was performance based, and the outdoor industry is very much performance based. So people want lighter, they want stronger, they want faster, uh, they want to improve their times, they want to be able to be outside for you know an extra hour or two hours, or, or they want to. They don't want to have to change their socks or feel that, that their their products wore out. Uh, so durability uh, is one of the cornerstones of, of what we do. Our socks last an extremely long time. Um, we have an unconditional lifetime guarantee, so if the sock does wear out, send it back to us. We will replace it. I, I still have an olive pair or two green socks from the military days. Yeah, those are, those I, are, those are literally bomb-proof, right? Yep. I mean, yep. Yeah, that's what I was going to sort of ask about next. I mean, I switched from... A, another sock brand, which will uh, remain nameless. Was yep. smart um, I'll say it. I, maybe it was, okay. Dave. Maybe. I'm trying to be cool yeah. here, yeah, all right? Rick you never say, know. I'm not trying to burn any bridges. Um, and the quality difference is truly staggering. It's, it's insane how long they last. How are you able to offer that lifetime guarantee, and why was that so important to you from the start? Um, it was important to show our customers and the market at the time um, sort of good faith in the fact that we stand behind what we do. Um, and at the time, it was the only unconditional lifetime guarantee. There are others that, that are saying that they have some of our competitors are doing it, but then you read the small print and it's, you know, it's For three months. Six months, yeah. Or it's, uh, you know, you have to have the original packing or they they won't take them if it's normal That's wear and tear but you know to us or have your receipt for a pair of socks right, right? Yeah. We, to us you know normal wear and tear is that's what you're going to do at any moment were you like this is scary were you so confident in the product that you were like, i was so confident in the product and our our returns or our warranty claims are, are a fraction of a percent and we're doing things now to increase the durability of our socks so they're going to last longer than they last already. And that, again, goes to, you know, the, the fact that we have yet to produce our best socks. So we're, we're everything for us is comfort, durability, and fit. Love that. Yeah. And, and have you always stayed in just socks and haven't been tempted to get into other, you know, stitched products, gloves or hats or scarves or people ask us leg warmers? To, I mean, people ask us to, and... Um, it would be a, a sort of a loss of focus for us. And I think why we're the best at what we do is because we do it. We actually make the product and we're solely focused on socks. And there's really very few companies that can say they're solely focused on, on one thing. And I think being, by being so focused on one thing in one category, um, you get really good at it. We got 260 yeah. people right now. And, you know, all we do is talk about Socks, which seems ridiculous. That's awesome. But, you know, if you throw other products into it, then, you know, you can kind of take your it eyes kind of, off. Well, I mean, the, the landscaper's littered with performance brands that yep. maybe even a sock company mentioned earlier by me that sort of got into other things. They got into other things yeah. and then... Get distracted. You know, what are you known for? And, um, and then Merino Wool. Yep. How did you come up with that? Merino, Merino Wool, uh, it's a great fiber it's uh, it's sustainable um it is uh naturally antimicrobial it really pulls the moisture off your feet sends it out you know if you're if you have a breathable shoe or a boot uh it'll send it out through the shoe or the boot it'll keep your feet dry 
Uh, it's extremely strong uh, for its weight. Um, you can wear them for days and weeks. I, I, when I'm t testing product, I wear it for a few months at a time, the same pair of socks, every day. And because they're naturally antimicrobial, they, they don't smell. So you can have a lighter backpack. You can have a lighter suitcase. You just don't need to bring a ton of ton of socks and merino wool it's just a great it's it's a great fiber and it turn it turns into a great yarn and, and was that a fiber that that others weren't really using at the time so that was sort of part of the new new story um do you recall some were yeah. i mean there, there's a lot of synthetics out there that people are trying to you know mix with merino wool just to have a story uh but i find that the it's you know starting with the yarn that's 100 percent merino wool uh it's a nice clean simple story um, and you, we mix it with nylon and lycra, and mm -hmm. that's the best you can you can get. So wool is a great product. I, I wear it year round, and uh, and it washes so it, well. It washes too. really well. Yeah. It's shrink treated, so it's not going to shrink. Yeah. Um, and our we use really fine gauge needles, so the the sock really form fits to your foot. Yeah. I'm a very satisfied customer. And Good. I think, too, as you can see. I, I, there you I go. can see. Yep, nice. I have mine on, too. Yeah, yeah. Some, there you go. I got mine. And what's really been fun, too, is to watch, too, is the socks have gotten thinner, different uh, heights. You Ours. Know. Yeah, yours. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it really yeah. it wasn't just the Army boot sock of yesteryear, right? You're right. It, it, I guess it was Marine. Um, that it must have grown the market and the and the verticals that you're in from running to hiking to to gym wear and, and the rest. Yep, that's that's that that's that's exactly right. We're, we uh, we we market to uh, the running market, the hike uh, community. We make lifestyle socks, uh, athletic socks, downhill, uh, Nordic, snowboard, work socks, hunt socks, kid socks, and all those markets. Um, you know, for us, it's not just socks. But it's very category or market specific. Mm -hmm. So the needs of a runner uh, may not be the same as the needs of a hiker or a skier. Um, so we, we, we do the research. We do the market research. We find out what the, uh, the customer insights are. Um, and we give a runner something that's exactly right for running. And we give a skier something that's exactly right for skiing. And if you like our socks, um, they're all made on the same needle, on the same gauge uh, equipment. So if you like how a running sock fits, uh, you're going to like how our ski sock fits. You're going to like how our uh, hiking sock or lifestyle sock fits uh, because of the we manufacture to those close standards. I actually wish that mine wore out a little bit sooner so that I could buy the new colors and styles. I, I encourage you to buy them <laughs> anyway. You know, the, I started counting. They don't have to wear. I started out. counting in my drawer this morning, and there was close to thirty something pair of. Of darn tough socks. Thank you. All the no. crappy stance ones are in the way. All the pills, those are going away. And um, I, I was a little Dave, embarrassed with how many socks. Dave, you're making sock enemies left and right. No, it's I fine. Like no, it. He's right. No, Everything he says right. is okay, absolutely no. right. Everything no, he says is right. I, well, what I will say though, um, companies like uh, those those direct to consumer brands came out and it kind of made it fun. You know, put Star Wars on the mm -hmm. sock or do something different and. Um, I think that attracted me and maybe some others. And then, you know, I think in the last couple years or seasons, um, you've really upped the sort of design element of your socks. So we have, yeah, I, I, I that, think noticeably. That's what the market changed. Yeah, that's what the so market wants. Thank and you for that. A lot of those other brands, you know, that's made in in China. They don't tell you that. You know, it'll say designed in California or designed in Steamboat Springs, but then when you look at the fine print, 
Right. They don't make it, yeah. and or it's made in China. And, you know, there's a lot of flash on socks, but they don't, they don't last. Well, because that's all they can control, right? Well, it's, <laughs> and, and that's what those companies have to do right. to sell socks. You know, they, right. they have to put engine. an outrageous yeah. Yeah. image or an outrageous figure on it. And, you know, we, while we are evolving, you know, our look and our uh, designs, people come to us for the quality of the product. For mm-hmm. made in the USA, we make them. And, you know, comfort, durability, and fit, that's... Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give up my Darth Vader socks. Those are, those are, I just love They'll those. They'll waste away pretty soon. Um, maybe a startup sock, Rick. I don't know what that would do for anybody, but I, I, <laughs> I feel like, like psychologically we could, we could sell that and maybe, maybe we'll make Darn Tough the official sock of the, VSEC. The official startup sock. The official yeah, startup. I think, why not? Let's yeah. do that. I like it. Um, so, Rick, you mentioned 260 employees, is that right? That's right, yeah. Awesome. And... Has it been hard to hire? I mean, we talk a lot about that with Vermont companies. Uh, what's your experience there? Um, well, I mean, everything is sort of, you know, everything is kind of hard. You, it, um, we, we went one year where we doubled our workforce. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of uh, training. Uh, it's a lot of hit and miss. Um, we have... Uh, you know, different jobs, whether it's directly on the factory floor, through through management. Um, it's tough. We're, we're in a good sort of part of the state where there's not a lot of competition for jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if, you, if we were up here, we'd be competing with, uh, you know, all the businesses that are up here in uh, Chittenden County. But in, in Washington County and Northfield and, and uh, sort of the Randolph-Berry area, uh, there's not a lot of industry. Uh, so we are able to grow uh, relatively quickly uh, but it's you know it's it's tough sometimes people don't show up or they uh, they don't like the job even after you are sure that you told them everything about it um, but it's a it's a really good place to to work uh, we have good benefits um, we really make people feel part of the process and they are part of the process I mean we we couldn't do what we do without Pretty much 260 I can't imagine people. 260 people just talking socks all day. I mean, no wonder it's so uh, uh, accomplished and iterating or not making the best sock yet. That's, uh, that's a lot of energy and brain power. Well, we make, we're gonna make, next year we'll, we'll make about 6.5 million pairs of socks. Yeah, wow. Well, you just put in the new stitching machines, or, or maybe yep. they're, they're arriving now. Yeah, we bought 46 Italy. more machines. Uh, that'll put us well over 200. Uh, we're in three buildings in wow. Nor- Northfield right now. We're knocking down walls, hiring people. Um, if you need a job, want a job, from the factory floor to uh, management and supervisory type roles, you know, give us a call because we need people. Love that. Spread the word. Well, little, I worked on the factory uh, back in the Dean administration when Cabot Hosiery was trying to build the, the new building right. at the time, yeah. and. Um, it's such a hoot to go back and just see that place thriving still. Um, and and are the stitching machines, are they robots, basically? I mean, do you kind of view them like that? They're, or are they sort of um, assistive to the, the production They're worker? very computerized. I mean, the, 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 the sock knitting machine, uh, the technology now, they, they seam the sock or they close the toe as part of the knitting process. And back 10, 12 years ago, uh, everything had to be hand seemed. So uh, I, I would say the sock technology uh, is in a really good spot. The quality of the socks is, is fantastic. It produces a no-seam product. Um, they're high-speed uh, machines. I, I wouldn't call them robots. 
Yeah. Uh, Dave just, loves robots. I uh, just the, the yeah. robots are coming. I haven't seen fun. one yet. I keep telling my kids, hey, I don't know what you want to do, but know how to fix a robot because I think that's like <laughs> the plan B. Yeah. Driverless cars and, and robots. Uh, uh, electric scooters, I'm obsessed with. Electric Those scooters. Lime, lime and uh, bird scooters, you got to try them. Okay. If you go to uh, bigger, Denver, you go to Denver quite a bit, yeah, just yeah. get on one. It is a blast. Okay. It is, changes the game on commuting in cities, um, in my view. Totally. So I've been in Vermont for five years. Mm-hmm. And it may be a reflection of that, but I feel like the popularity of Darn Tough has just like completely exploded over the last couple of years. Is that just me and my perception of it, or is there some sort of inflection point where you guys have just um, exploded? Well, that's a good question. We're you know we're growing about on average I would say you know twenty five to thirty percent a year, and that is somewhat challenging uh so there's just there's just more socks out there we're certainly doing more marketing than we ever used to um we're just bigger and deeper with the stores that we do business with we do more advertising uh we have an incredible uh website uh yeah that's fairly in the last couple years yeah we we just started selling direct to consumer in 2016 and that was wow natural 2016 yeah that the, the strategy all along was to build the relationships with the retailers mm-hmm. and with the local stores. And we're, we're still very uh, much about that. We're still very much local. If you go to our website, uh, if you don't want to buy off the website or you're out shopping and you want to find where the, the store closest to you is, uh, we have software that, that'll tell you, you know, where the, where, where the stores that sell the uh, socks are. So between our own website um, and new product and better product, um, and doing business with you know larger specialty chains like an REI, um, it, it gets out there. People know about us, so we're we're, we're still growing. We st- still see a lot of runway ahead of us. You yeah. know, we're working on our five-year business plan. Um, so yeah, there's, wow. there's we're, we're well, the plan. I keep we, telling we might folks, there's only two companies people. are going to crack a hundred million in sales. Uh, you're one of them, yep. in uh, in the next uh, handful of years here. Yeah. Well, we're, also thank you. The other one it. also did a podcast here. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like the one thing I can count on as a gift. Like when I have no idea what to get someone, I'm like, I'll oh, just get darn tough and like a bar of chocolate. Done. Yep. If you only know? there were holidays coming up. What a perfect pick-me-up here. Christmas is coming, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Find your retailer on the website. Happy Hanukkah, too, by the Happy way. Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, right. So um, as you've gone into direct-to-consumer on the website, yep. um, have you learned a lot more about your customer through that almost direct interaction? Yes, we've, we've learned uh, a lot about our customers. Um, our, you know, our customer on the, on, the, on the website is a little bit more diverse than the customers at retail. We, we, we find they buy a wider selection of our products. Uh, so again, that, that just gives us more room to, to inform our retailers uh, about that. Uh, they're extremely loyal on the website. Uh, we don't discount so mm-hmm. as not to compete with uh, retailers. So uh, the, our retailers like that. Yeah, they're, they're very loyal. Um, they want to be contacted by us. They want to know what's going on in Northfield. They want to know what's going on in Socks. They want to know about really? new product. Interesting. Um, yeah, they're they're very engaged. Do you, is, do you have a subscription service yet? So like we we do. Yep. If yeah. you sign up with an email, great. Um, Are you upcycling yeah. socks too? That maybe I'm done with. That maybe not guaranteed, but 
What do I do with old socks? No, no, we're not. Okay. We're not quite that. Quite generous. I, I had to ask. No, I yeah, no, that's, that's good, fine. Good question. Um, but we do get socks back from other companies. Yeah. So uh, like Burton, that, this this season, Burton started back. a little um, bring in your your used gear mm-hmm. kind of thing, and then maybe give you twenty five bucks for it, and they they do something magical with it. I don't no, know. We recycle everything. We everything. recycle yeah. all of our waste and uh, all the socks that we get as part of the warranty process. Uh, gets recycled and turned into sort of stuffing. Awesome. Yeah, so it's it's a very, uh, to use an overused word, sustainable green, process. Yes. Yeah, or, 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 <laughs> or green, yeah. Um, so one of my favorite sort of anecdotes I came across was that in 2003, when you were starting Darn Tough, you gave away 3,500 pairs of socks at the Vermont City Marathon. We did, yep. yep. Um, which I love. That's my favorite sort of guerrilla sales marketing tactic. Um, is that something, you know, that is sort of indicative of your brand? Is it something you'd recommend to folks just starting out with their own product? Can you talk a little bit about sort of entrepreneurs getting things rolling? Um, yes, we did. Uh, we, we had a great, uh, response to that. We set up a little website hastily and people were like, where can I get more of these? I love these socks. Uh, yeah, I think you have to be creative. Um, you got to think of, you know, how, how do I just get my product in front of as many people, uh, as quickly as possible. And the, again, the timing was just right that the, the, the marathon was here. They knew we were local. You know, we'd been in, in, in the state, you know, for, for decades. And they knew our story, and they wanted to help. Uh, we went to the expo there, too. Um, you got to be, you know, you got to be creative. You can't be bashful. Uh, you have to think, no, they're probably not. You, you can't say to yourself, no, they may not want it. You, you have to right. say, yeah, they are going to want it. And if somebody says no, that's, that's not good enough. And if they say no three times, it's still not good enough. Uh, you know, you pretty much have to get thrown out of somebody's office. That's the level of try that you have to do. I love that. I mean, that so. attitude is great. I remember doing sales one time and uh, working with someone who was just a maniac. Just, He said, folks just don't know how badly they need what I have for them. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to learn, make it better, and, and find a way to get the yes or, yeah, you, or, or you, some you, experience. You have to. I think, I think I had a free pair maybe. Did you ever do the Vermont 50? Like, yeah, we've done the, the 50, before? the 100, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, honest like to God, that. if people get through that event with a nice pair of socks, you're going to get yeah. them well, that's, speaking, that's speaking truth. Part of it, they, they, they're, a lot of people are surprised by the quality and the durability, and it's you know, a lot of word of mouth, too. Yeah, um, I want, we should track this after the fact. We'll get to Dave Tyler to see if web sales have spiked during the release of the podcast, right? We're talking socks. Um, I can throw you guys a couple of pairs. Yeah. Awesome. Um, He's fishing. Hey, um, how have you grown as a as a, a leader, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think Cabot at Hosiery at, at its peak may have been six, seven, eight million in sales, probably under 100 people, maybe 80 people. Um, but you're, this is like legit now. I mean, this is a big company. And... How are you either learning or growing, or what resources have you have you gone to? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, as a leader, you have to you have to have a vision. Uh, you sort of have to see. I, I try to see the end before I begin, mm-hmm. so at least I have you know some sort of path to an end point um, that you have to be strategic about it you know you really have to think things through 
um, in building a brand, you know, it's not just one thing, but what are the what are the effects of that one thing, and you know, what is it going to mean in three or four years? Uh, so you have to you have, really have to be thorough. You have to have a vision, and then you really the, the, you have to hire good people. I mean, I, you, if I'm going to hire somebody to do marketing or sales or or product. Uh, as much as I know about my business and the market, um, I need people that know more uh, than I do about uh, what needs to be done for the company. The vision can can be there, but you've got to surround yourself uh, with the right people. You know, it's good hires and good fires. And you have to, as a, as a leader and a CEO, you have to let go. You know, you can't be involved in everything. When you get that many people and you get sales growing at the rate that, that it's growing, you, you was just that a struggle with such attention to detail at the product level to, to sort of loosen the grip a bit? Well, I, at, at the as far as the product, I really haven't. Um, you know, I still keep a, a, a good eye on on that. You know, it still has to be part of what makes Darn Tough socks great. You know, we we're, we're not going to. Um, make a, a lesser product we're not going to use less you know less yarn it still has to sort of meet my standards um but we have you know teams in all these departments now um that you know again you, you have to trust you got to explain what the vision is you have to communicate you have to meet uh you have to tell people if they're not you know getting the job done and you also have to have to tell them if they are getting the job done do you have a do you have a board or an advisory board that you've assembled? Because no. that's often a piece of advice. That, yeah, that no, we we use. don't. Um, I, I'm part of a, a CEO group uh, we that meets every month. So uh, I've developed a lot of relationships with a lot of CEOs uh, here in the state, um, and that's very helpful. You can bring ideas, you can bring problems, you can bring challenges, and uh, a lot of the CEOs have been through similar things. And they can give you advice, or they can say, you know what, that's you really shouldn't be dealing with that. You got to give that to somebody else or delegate, delegate that. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've I, that's nice. a lot of it is learning to let go, and you know you look at the results. So, I'm too much of a control freak. I can't. <laughs> sorry, that, sorry that's, Sam Taylor. It's, that's uh, what that's, I thought, but but there's real. There's no other way to do it. You just can't grow, and and and. Did you ever everything. jump back? Yet? Like, I mean, like, I have, if, okay, you made the decision to sort of scale and grow, and, and, but then maybe you, you hit a speed bump of some sort. Like, is the, is the inclination to overreact and dive back in, or do you sort of let it settle itself out? Um, both. I, I, I like issues. I like problems. I like solving things. So sometimes I will jump back in, maybe too aggressively, um, and then I'll sort of step back and say, you know what, uh, my folks can handle this. Uh, and for the most part, they can. Yeah, giving them the opportunity to do so as well. Um, Rick, one thing that I wanted to ask is, um, and you sort of touched on it with the CEO Is the building group. on fire? I, th- I think no, we're the other this, this is so <laughs> our okay. viewers know we're keeping it real. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is, uh, we're, I'm not, we're not in a, a, a yeah, right, your Are truck you scared, is okay. Rick? They're going by. <laughs> I'm darn tough. No. Uh, that's nice. Perfect. Good answer. I'll be where's the last the, one. Where's the, the tattoo, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you... Um, so what other Vermont companies do you admire? Who is um, exciting to you? Besides Darn Tough, obviously. Besides yeah, Darn yeah. Tough, um, I, I, I like Burton. 
Um, I think they have really great staying power. Um, they're innovative. Uh, they keep coming up with new product. I think their their outerwear looks looks really good. Um, I like Ben and Jerry's. They're still around. Um, you know, I think they they make a, a good product. Uh, I'm helping my friend Sam at Vermont uh, or Green Mountain Gloves, so I'm, I'm psyched for him. He's, Sam he's Hooper was here challenges. just a yes. couple weeks ago. Yep. He, he sung your praises yep. as, as he, one he of did. his advisors. Thankful so. for that. Yeah, and he's, he's very open to Stitch it. Stitch like you give a shit. Stitch, like, that was a, that's literally, a, a T-shirts are ordered. You yeah, can't totally. Yeah. make that up. Our, our lawyers know? filed a trademark immediately. <laughs> and it was perfect. It was, I love it. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, Gardner Supply. Um, I think they're they're doing a good job. You know, they're trying to stay relevant like we all are. You know, mm-hmm. the the internet um, and online buying has changed uh, a lot of things. Um, what else? I guess those would be the ones that come to mind. Yeah, you know, the the, the ones that come to to mind. Do 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 uh, younger company founders reach out to you now? Is the 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 elder kind of role to to say, hey, I've got all the scars, you know, do they, have, have you had that responsibility and that, that um, awesomeness to some, try to help folks a bit? Yeah, some. I mean, when, like, Sam was a great example. I mean, it was, it's, uh, it's. How could you not want to help Sam? Right. And, and gloves, <laughs> and then you go see his factory, and it's a, it's a really quaint thing that he, he's got there, and I think he's really trying to make it work. Um, yeah, some people ask for advice. It, 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 we Every now and then, uh, somebody will call, um, and they'll say, you know, I got some sheep in the backyard. And, and I'll like, okay, and I'll listen to it. And um, I'll say, okay, uh, yeah. Bless Vermont. Yeah, and, I, and they say, well, you know, could you use the, you the wool? The wool. And I'm like, well, you know, we, we're very specific and on the microns and the, the count and our standards. And, and you know, we, we'll, we'll, we'll run through, you know, three, uh, three quarters of a million pounds of merino wool a, a, a year is that you know and they'll say is that something that you're interested in and it's dead silence that should end you the know? conversation right there and like the one or two sheep that they yeah, have like, how many sheep starting do starting to run away <laughs> i have a you basket know? yeah right, yeah, right. <laughs> so oh, there's great. that the, the, those calls aren't as frequent um but yeah they, uh, people uh, reach out and they it, need help I'm, I'm happy to share and then how would you rate the the vermont innovation sort of ecosystem and the business environment overall like um we've heard every answer so yeah in the sock capital of the world in the sock capital i mean in the sock capital world things are really good um i think vermont has a you know a, a, a misplaced reputation as far as not being business friendly but yes. i haven't seen that you know, yeah. I, I think the state can do more to uh, keep younger people in the state. Um, I think the state uh, should do that before trying to figure out how to get people to come here. Uh, I think you have to keep people from leaving first mm-hmm. um, and then try to figure out how to get people to come here that, that aren't from here. But Vermont, as every as you guys know, it's a, it's a great place to to live. There's just over you know 600,000 people here, so it's not crowded. Um, the landscape is great. The outdoors are fantastic here. We're okay with a few more people, but uh, we have six point more. we have 6.6 6 million acres in Vermont, 
and we have 625,000 people. So it's like 10.1 acres a person. Like, for me, that's enough elbow room. Yeah, right. Right? I get it. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Anymore, I'd feel a little spooky. But it would be, it would be good if, if, you know, if people saw a career path right. here. I mean, yeah. we offer one. There are businesses that do. But, you know, a lot of people leave, and then they come back. But it's, as it's you know, tough it's to a, reconnect when you, when, it's once a great you, once place you leave. to raise a family. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. And um, is that one of the reasons or the intentions behind the, the Outdoor Recreation Council that sort of formed maybe in the last 18 months yeah. or so to sort of yep. call attention to who's here doing great things and maybe show career opportunities? And uh, yeah, it is. And, and hopefully it'll, it'll have some sticking powder, uh, power. Sticking powder. You want to go skiing right now? What is sticking, sticking powder? powder? We all want to go skiing <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there, you know, there, there, there is a lot. We unfortunately we lost um, Ibex, and I, I yeah. thought they made a great product, and I, I'm still a big fan of theirs. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, the, they went the VC route, and it just all sort yeah. of. Did you ever? I, I remember when Darn Tough was looking for venture money, and when yeah. Angel way back when, and probably '92 mm-hmm. or something like that, and. No, it was even. Did, was, was it earlier? It was, it was probably 2000. Too. It was a two thousand. Oh, sorry, not yeah. nine two. I meant two thousand. Yeah. yeah. And um, did you ever take outside money, or did you no. sort of do it internally? And no. I know you mortgage, mortgage everything. Mortgage on top and, of yep, mortgage yep. On, on top of mortgage. Yeah. And you know now I'm happy that. Did you ever Vermont Bank? I didn't. Yep. Yeah. Peoples. Peoples. Let's give them a shout out. Way to go, Peoples. Peoples is good, and um, TD Bank we TD? also work with. Yeah. But Peoples, uh, we were in workout with Peoples. Which I don't know if you guys are familiar with Workout is, but it's pretty much. We have a couple companies that may yeah, be familiar with that situation. And we worked our way back out of Workout, um, and that was, uh, you know, the relationship has been extremely strong. Um, we have to wrap this up, okay, Rick. Um, we ask a final question of, of everybody. Yep. Um, if you could change one thing about Vermont, magic wand time, what would it be? Um, more feet. I don't know. More feet. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I don't think I change anything about it. I don't think we've got that answer. Wow. I w- I, we've had I we've had In and Out Burger, Red Pandas. Uh, no. Diversity was a big one. Yeah. Um, I mean that, that's healthcare. Yep. You know, there's 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 words, but I in general, I think Vermont is. Heaven on earth. I wouldn't cry. Literally. Yeah, there this is tissue time here at VSAT. So um, Rick, thank you so much for, for making time and for thank being you. committed to employing almost three hundred people yep. in, yes, thank a, you, in, a, in a place at the bottom of the valley and a beautiful community of North Valley. Making my favorite garments. I'm gonna work on my darn tough sock addiction I clearly I have a problem please I do have yep. pairs. first one's free and then you know <laughs> this has been Start Here with Sam and Dave a podcast sharing the stories of active aspiring and accidental entrepreneurs this series has been made possible by the Vermont Technology Council and Consolidated Communications follow us on Twitter at VSET that's V-C-E-T thanks for listening let's get back to work <laughs>